0: Welcome back to the SimGeeks podcast for a very special holiday edition. Today, we're going to visit the Charles Dickens version of SimGeeks. We'll visit some ghosts of the past, present, and future, specifically as makers. So grab your eggnog, settle in for a few minutes of holiday-themed content, uh, and we'll kind of explain where we got started. So, David, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, I've just been trying to get ready for Christmas. Still not completely ready, but we have a tree, we have decorations, and, uh, you know, the kids, I've got two boys, and we're uh, trying to make sure we're ready for that because uh, we are recording this on the Monday, so we are on the eve of the eve of Christmas. So, it, it everything is kind of Christmas focused, which is why we wanted to get this thing uh, recorded early. What are you up to?
0: Pretty much the same. So my uh, my oldest is in kindergarten, and he's out for the for the season. So have a, a few weeks or so with no kid care hanging out with the kids at home uh doing a little bit of work packing up a little bit actually are are ending the lease on this place um but we are you know basically just hanging around the house we don't have any big plans as far as going somewhere just gonna hang out do christmas here and that's it
1: sounds good so uh you you mentioned the charles dickens thing so let's talk about the makers ghosts of uh you know past present and future we will uh we'll go with you first if you don't mind and uh so so the ghost of makers past, what, what got you into making in simulation? What, you know, specifically simulation or just the past of making, but uh, you know, what, what was the first problem you had that made you make something in STEM? So I,
0: I think my background starts like most of us, right? Taking shit apart as a kid and then having to figure out how to put it back together. Uh, So I think my, my maker past, if you will, starts as a child and just tearing shit down, not knowing how it went back together. Sometimes I figured it out. Sometimes I just had pieces of stuff laying around, uh, but when it when it comes to simulation projects that were sp- sim specific, it's probably like 2015 ish for me. So not terribly long ago. Um, but that was when I bought the first Raspberry Pi that I owned, and I bought it for the entire intent of building a Raspberry Pi patient simulator: lung sounds, heart tones, etc. Uh, and I had the Pi three right when it came out, and I had the this old dress form I got from a thrift shop. So it, I mean, it's what nice. you'd put ladies' clothes on when you hang up in the wall. Uh, and that kind of allowed us some place to get started, mess around with it. Um, I actually was talking to a friend the other day. It turns out that a very similar product product is now actually on the market that they're using for an auscultation man, mannequin. You can actually lung sounds and heart tones. Nice. Uh, and so he, he was able to put that together. But for me more recently, and what's really kind of taken off was, was 3D printing. And mm-hmm. so uh, one of the guys I work with, Mark Betterton, had a small like XYZ desktop 3D printer in the office. We were using it to make a few things. uh, And eventually we outgrew its usefulness. We needed something that was more powerful, that had more space, had a bigger build volume. Uh, And so I kind of went on a search and that's where I ended up with the first CR10. Uh, At that time it was basically it was the best machine I could find for, you know, dollars to build volume.
1: So let me ask you something. You said you started with a brand XYZ printer the brand yes. name was X. Ex- well yeah my exactly, buddy owns it but yeah that's exactly the first one i had too which is a da vinci pro and that's that's the first one i bought um so i don't know which ones you bought but uh you know that's that's exactly the first one i started with too that's funny we've yeah. never talked about that
0: they're uh they're a great little machine right if you need something small that is cheap to get started but the the filaments being proprietary is a nightmare um mm. And so, and you can't, you, now you can buy cards to kind of trick the machine into letting you use other filaments. But if you're sticking with just their filament, it's half the weight you get for, if you go with a normal printer and it's twice the cost. Uh, and so we were looking for something that had a bigger build volume, but also let us have more, basically give us more freedom with the filaments we we're using.
1: See, my DaVinci Pro, you could actually use other filaments and it would you know, give you a, a warning going, the quality will not be as good. But uh, I will say that I, quickly search something else um and uh because it was such a prima donna it's it's maintenance it required lots of balancing and leveling every time in my newer printer which we'll talk about in the 3d printing episode but uh um it's just I, i don't level it i don't do anything it's just it's great it's qidi and it's a flash Forge creator knockoff and i love it but so is that your uh ghost of christmas present and and continue with that
0: so that was that was past, right? So that's kind of okay. how everything got started for me. Um, and then after that, 3D printing kind of took off to where you know basically moving into what I'm doing with it now. So let me hear uh, let me hear what you get where you got started, and then we'll move on to the present together.
1: Okay, uh, yeah. For me, my uh, ghost of maker past was um, the same kind of story. I tore everything apart. I was the one my poor mother had to deal with that, you know, I would, uh, things would disappear a lot. She actually would label things that's, that specifically say it, said, David, get your hands off this and those would go first, obviously. Um, but yeah, my dad would also buy, I don't know where he got all these model kits from, but he would get these model kits that were like half the parts there. Um, I come from a background where we are very frugal. I'm very cheapskate, uh, which is perfect in the position I'm in right now so what we would do is and my brothers did this before me and uh, i moved into it we would kit bash the kits and we would make these monster weird models out of you know a model kit of a car and a plane and this and that so apart from that you know i used to build uh specifically when i was um, getting into simulation though you know we are on a shoestring budget so we make a lot of things like in the moulage side of things, um, I was actually not, not supposed to do any of that stuff. And I was directed away from all that stuff in the first few years. And I had a background from, uh, we said in the number one episode of civil air patrol, and I used to do all that stuff, but it was more of a learn the job, do the process improvement, which is a lot of what I came in doing is process improvement, documentation, you know, organizing and all that stuff. But, uh, And then, um, as my, um, co-worker got very, very busy, I was able to learn some of that and we, I I slammed the doors open and just ran through like a freaking rhino. We didn't have any 3d printing in our, you know, where I work right now. So I ended up buying a 3d printer and then I bought another one and now I own three and it is an addiction. Um, so we, we 3D print things like uh, forms and then we'll mold them. So that's how, you know, I got into the silicones and the plastics off of the moulage and just needing to replace things. Uh, the first thing we really needed to mold and to make was a Simman classic neck because that where it, the bolt fuses into the plastic, it would break. And I mean, Simman classics, we kept those up until just a couple of years ago and we still use them for certain tasks. They're great mannequins, love them. But yeah, we just we we would make things like that. We made an arterial line uh, stick model that would actually go onto our Sin Man Classic, and so during the course of a sim, we could do that. And so that that is all of my uh, you know maker past. Where did the present? What are you doing now?
0: So basically it's continuation, right? So right now a lot of what I do, especially in the 3D printing realm is IO bones, surgical airway trainers, basically just repeat the same models over and over again with a few tweaks here and there. I've now got it kind of maxed out as far as what I can do with that same CR 10 printer. So I've got Mm -hmm. it set up where I can basically send a file from my phone anywhere that I may be traveling, which is super convenient with as much as I'm on the road. And then when I get home a few days later, I can scrape the thing off the bed and basically get it clean and start over again. And then for me, what I'm currently doing beyond kind of the, you know, copy paste, print, et cetera, that we're using a lot of stuff you find out there that other people have designed for us or that we may be tweaked a little bit, uh, is I've been working on the development of adult and pediatric chest tube trainers that are 3d printed. Um, and I know I've shared that with you. I've posted that on Instagram. Um, but basically I want eventually I want it to be wearable. I want people to be able to put this thing on as a suit similar, you know, there's other products out there, but something Mm -hmm. that we can 3d print at home, do it cheaply. Anyone can make it and just have this open source print, strap it on and go do some training.
1: Which I think it's important to talk about where we got all of our models from. I primarily got everything from thingiverse and I think you did too. There's a couple other resources out there. Uh, We'll try to leave in the show notes. I remember um, one of the sim centers had me uh, um, get off uh, governmental 3D modeling website and that was the only thing that I found on there, but it was uh, it was a baby's um, head with a double cleft palate, and they're teaching airways and they're teaching that about that, and I was able to print that for them, and I painted that up, and that was really that came out really really cool.
0: I use Thingiverse like, primarily, but uh, embody 3D is another one I really like. So. I'm, ooh. I'm, yeah, and 3 d is basically a collection of CT and MRI scans. Um, really? and for those that don't know, CT outputs basically in an STI file. So I'm able to take that file, convert it over into a G-code, and print it as is, or I can tweak it, delete sections of it, etc. Uh, if you're looking for something that's anatomically correct, whether it be a bone or a joint or whatever, Uh, I usually go to Embody 3D first. Um, Well, I should say second. Thingiverse first. If someone's already (laughs) done the work for me, I'm gonna take it. Uh, But if not, I start with those CT models and those CT scans and I will drag them over and basically edit them. So awesome. mm, nice.
1: I'm not familiar with that one, so I'll have to take a look at that. And I've wanted to do some of that CT and and convert that over and print that, and I just haven't. It's like you love your CR10, and I bought mine as my third three D printer. And with my QIDI being so solid, I just haven't dialed that CR10 in, and it's it's operator error completely. So. But yeah, for me, I I want, you know, I'm doing a lot more 3D printing. I've got two printers, one that's solid, one I'm dialing in, but I want an SLA for Christmas. I asked my wife and of course her answer was, are you kidding me? Because uh, my house I'm in currently has no storage and not a lot of room. I mean, it's got great room, but it's, it's made up weird, so I need to build a garage. And I don't think she's going to green like that until I can actually put that in the garage, and I have my workshop in the garage, because um, you know, for anybody that's followed me in some of the things I've done, I own a small business and I make things. Everything you've seen me make up until about six months to uh, maybe a year ago was made in the corner of my living room uh, that my wife loves that. And, and now it's all in um, another room that's about a 10 by 10 room. And then of course I've taken over, uh, you know, the hallway. And so I really need to expand that, but I'm trying to push things I'm making with, with the company um, that I've been busy making content to. Uh, it's, it's been something I've been very passionate about because I want to share information, things that help have helped me uh, things that I like and, and, that is making as well. So when we say making, that doesn't necessarily mean physical things. Uh, you know, it's sharing the information that I've got and uh, things that I can learn off you is just as important. So, so uh, wrapping that up and going to the future, what do you, what do you want in the next year slash crazy 10 years?
0: So for me, it, next year, my my makerspace, if you will, it's, it's more about learning how to do certain things than it is yes. actually about building stuff. Yes. Uh, and so I've got a few things I'm really focused on right now. Uh, and I know you and I've talked a lot about this lately, but photogrammetry is one of them. I, I've done several 3D scans by taking, you know, 60, 70, 80 photographs from different angles of the same object and then blending them all together. Uh, and, and it's not a new concept, it's just new to me, right? I'm, I'm still, mm. I, I get something back and it's got holes in the middle of it. Cause I managed to miss one angle or I just didn't take enough photos. Uh, and so with that, I want to, I want to bridge that a little bit further. I'm working on learning some 3d model design in blender, uh, picked up one of those online courses for, you know, six bucks or something that teaches you how to do that, uh, which instead of having to do the photogrammetry and then go through and patch it, basically just learn from start to finish how to take a photograph of something and build it into a 3d model. Uh, which in my line of work, and the reason I'm hoping to do this is eventually bridge that into Unreal or Unity VR development and design. So I have the ability to bring, be it a helicopter that we use, bring in a monitor, bring in a ventilator, something that I've created in Blender, pull it into a VR environment and have somebody go through a lab where they learn how to use it or they learn how to walk around and, and mess with it.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely have an episode on VR because I'm just, I love it. I think it's neat, but mm, so bleeding edge. It's not even cutting edge. It's definitely bleeding edge, but it's awesome stuff. And I, 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 we definitely need to have an expert on here and and talk about it for sure. So so, um, is that all of your future stuff?
0: For now, I mean, I think, I think those are pretty big goals for 2020. So I don't want to take on more than I can chew. Of course, my <laughs> professional life is still going to be the same. I'll be traveling probably close to six to seven months of this next year. I'll be on the road uh, and running labs and developing that kind of content. Uh, so as far as things that I want to do in my what little free time I have, this is, this is where my focus is going to be.
1: And a certain podcast maybe too.
0: Yeah, I got to fit that in too.
1: (laughs) Yep, trying to fit it in. This is why we don't sleep. Uh, For me, for the future, for the next year, I want to, and I've been saying this for the last couple of years, so I really need to spend the time, but I want to learn Fusion 360 more, which is the 3D CAD designing program. Um, And I've had ZBrush Core with a tablet for uh, about a year as well. Um, My wife was able to get that for me for... um, Christmas last year, and I still have not had time to touch it. So, the difference between those is F- Fusion 360, for those that don't know, is more of a three dimensional CAD based program, and ZBrush is an awesome. Um, Three-dimensional, like sculpting, digital clay. Think of it like that. And so, you know, some things you need to build, and it's more of a CAD nature. And some things, it's you know, such as the moulage and things like that. And some of the things I want to build, um, ZBrush is the better way to go about it. And yeah, I'm a, I'm with you on photogrammetry. I have tried a couple of different things and failed miserably. Uh, I think some of it has to do with uh, you know operator error again and not reading the manual. Maybe um, I need a NVIDIA. Um, Video card to really produce that, but also I just want to do more molding. I love molding. Doesn't mean I'm awesome at it, because I'll tell you what, um, I, I just had a Twitter post out recently that said, you know, nothing will um, that I do in my life right now will show you how where you took a shortcut and made mistakes than molding, because I've got uh, my hand mold that I've uh, put out there and I'm making some recently and. God, I thought I did such a good job on that mold. And every time I run it, it is just kicking my tail. So that is my future stuff.
0: You know, you brought up uh, mold making. I hadn't even thought about this, but Reynolds advanced materials who makes a lot of the silicone products we use, they just put their basic mold making and casting class online for free. I believe it may not be free. Maybe you have to register for it, but it is now an online course where it used to, you had to go to the shop, had to register and go to one of their six or seven locations to take it. Um, so, don't quote me on the free part. We may have to mm. look that up, but I do know yeah. that they just announced it is now available online. And so yeah. if it doesn't come with all the material, et cetera, but you at least get on there, you get to watch the whole class. I believe you can email back and forth with questions. Uh, but I think that that is going to be a great resource for those of you that don't live within say an hour or two of a Reynolds shop. Um, mm. Luckily, yeah. I've got like one down the road. Oh, you do. You I do. Well, it's in Denver, uh. man. So it's like, it's less than an hour from door to door for me to hit oh, their shop. Man. I buy all my stuff in person, but uh, I know that, if you're several hours away or even halfway across the country from one of their locations, uh, this, this will become a huge resource.
1: I, I love dealing with Reynolds. I've got a rep that is local. Um, he's out of the Detroit office, but, uh, Scott, Scott, Marty Nyack, and he's, he's awesome. Um, and Reynolds just gets me my stuff so damn quick. I ordered literally, I ordered some Fomosoma 15 cause I've got some 25 and I'm playing with it for R&D on some stuff. And I ordered it yesterday at like one. I've already got the ship notice. It's going to be here Christmas Eve. I mean, they just kick it out the door to you so quick. I I love it. So again, not a sponsor. Don't make a dime by saying it. La 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 la. But they're great. Great to deal with.
0: Yeah. And that's going to keep coming up, right? There's going to be times where I talk about something or you talk about something that it's a personal opinion. It's stuff that we use and we actually enjoy. Hell, it may be something we don't enjoy. We'll let you know that too. Um, But yeah, there's... It's gonna happen. Brand names, products specifically, things are gonna get dropped, and hopefully that that leads to some advice, whether you want to use it or not.
1: Mm-hmm. So we're we're never gonna endorse something, you know, unless we we really do like it because uh, we're we're passionate and, and honest. So, so all Dave, right, that,
0: that explains kind of where we got our start, where we're at now, what we're hoping to do in the future. What advice do you have for someone maybe just getting into simulation or just wanting to kind of get to the maker side of things? Rather, right? maybe they've been in for a while. They've got a problem. They want to fix it and they can't find anywhere to maybe go for that assistance.
1: Um, I would try. Um, I went to school at the school of um, YouTube and the school of um, Google. But I mean, I joke about that, but it's, it's all serious. The other thing is uh, it's don't make it more complicated than it is. So um, find a problem, come and learn around, learn a solution around that problem. So that's how I did it and, and fail 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 fail. embrace your failures um for everything that i have succeeded on that you can see on instagram there are 25 nope that didn't work. um but you know go out there start with the free resources too don't spend your money on stan winston school if this is your first day doing moulage makeup things like that i love stan winston school i bought two years of it already um but again use your free resources uh go out there use the instagram use people like us you bounce questions off us uh you know i hope we're going to start getting more engagement from you guys on uh, all the platforms you know if you guys haven't figured out yet we're i'm tr- we're trying to make sure that we're on every platform just so that any way you want to reach out to us ask questions give us suggestions you're awesome you suck i don't care just give it all also, ask us, say, hey, I've got this problem. This is the way I want to approach it. Is this good or wh- how would you do it? So don't forget, we're out there to back you too. Um, the reason we do this is to make all of us better. Like you said, uh, Smooth On's got a whole lot of YouTube videos that are already out there that teach you how to use the products. Um, Brick in the Yard, also a great resource, has a lot of great videos. They're not Smooth On. They're different manufactured materials and they're great too. So um, use those free resources. Where, where, do you, where would you start?
0: Very similar, man. So the first things first, don't try and reinvent the wheel. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked about Thingiverse a lot. If you are in that 3D printing realm or even considering buying a printer, but you're not sure what you would use it for, go to Thingiverse and spend a good, you know, 3, four, eight, 15 hours just scrolling through there because you'll find things that have nothing to do with simulation that you may want in your life. Um, but you'll also find solutions you didn't even know you needed yet. Uh, and yep. so I, went, I go there for things, like I said, I.O. bones, surgical crane. Like that's what I went there for. Uh, and next thing I know, I've got a dinosaur-shaped shower head in my kid's bathroom. Like, I mean, <laughs> you're going to find a lot of other resources. So go to Thingiverse, look for the solution first. Um, if you don't see it there, I right, hit the forums up. SSIH mm-hmm. has a free forum that you can get on. So uh, SimGhosts? Yep, SimGhosts. And just log in there, post up your question, maybe a picture of what you looking at, and say, hey, we need some help with this. Um, and are like, Facebook
1: groups too. I know you're not a Facebooker, but uh, uh, I... I I will say I I agree. I was off Facebook for three years and said I would never do it. I got a new phone. It logged me in automatically. And um, my um, unofficial sister, Lish Robinson, said, okay, well, now that you're back, get in the SIM groups and start talking. So um, I know I'm in there active uh, on a lot of them, and and we all love to help. Um, You know, There's a lot of great, great resources in there.
0: Speaking of Lish, she's kind of living her best life right now. I saw she's in Thailand doing some work over there.
1: Yes. She said straight up. She's like, I love my husband. That's probably one of the main reasons I'm coming home. Other than that, I'm staying. (laughs) So, oh man, she's having a great time. All right. Well, and Dave, this is kind of your
0: tagline, but I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up. You know, you, you put in here what are your learning objectives, right? Yep. So at the end of the day, it doesn't have to look fancy. It doesn't have to be amazing. A fix is a fix. Mm-hmm. And if it allows me to carry on with what I'm trying to accomplish, then it served its purpose.
1: There you go. Uh, another thing I want to talk about, we were talking about the advanced programs that we're trying to learn, but Tinkercad, man, I'm telling you, if you were just starting out and you know, you want to build something and there's so many YouTube videos telling you how to do it on there, Tinkercad, I mean, it's still the one I go to first because the learning curve on a lot of the programs we've mentioned are so steep that I've been stalling to learn them, and I go right back to Tinkercad. It's a little limiting, but boy, I've made so many great things out of just what I've been able to do and outthink on um, Tinkercad. So free resource. Um, Fusion 360 is also free to all of us. At anything, anybody in education, um, it's completely free or you know, if you are a small business, they uh, make it free for you. But I'm telling you, you can't beat starting a Tinkercad. And like you said, that's how you make your learning objective. You can take, see, because you know how I started in Tinkercad? Was the freaking Craig base. So my DaVinci Pro. You know, the, um, it was so large, I couldn't fit it on my print base. And of course being new, I just said, well, I'll just try to print it anyways. And the printer, every time it tried to go out of bounds would just dump filament there and screw everything out. So I actually took the thing I downloaded off thingiverse. I was able to cut the sides off the crank base and make it the dimensions of my print um, surface. And then I put it back in my printer and that's where I first started. I, I like you said, learning objectives. I had the problem. It wouldn't fit. So I had to go, take it into Tinkercad, lop off the two sides, throw it in my thing, and I could print it. Great. Worked great.
0: All right, everybody. Well, uh, have a wonderful holiday. We hope this gets you through the next week or so while we are working on the next ones and all of us have our, our holiday stuff going on. Um,
1: and do not forget to subscribe. Give us some ratings. It just tells us what we're doing right and wrong. We're okay with wrong as well. Uh, also, reach out. on uh, We're on LinkedIn. We're on uh, Facebook. We're on uh, Instagram. We're on Twitter. And most of it is just going to be SimGeeks podcast. All right. Well,
0: happy holidays. Have a wonderful evening. Take care.